This is the St. Luligan Podcast Network. Hi, this is Anna Maria. And this is Christina. Welcome to the first ever episode of Wannabe Fans. Woo! <laughs> yeah, so Anna Maria and I met um, through our significant others. Um, Anna Maria's husband and my fiance, we, we kind of know each other through... Uh, the the gaming uh, community in St. Louis, um, and so uh, we we just hang out. We've had a few bonfires, which were fun. We also get together uh, for karaoke and watching the blues play uh, every now and then. And so I don't know. I think that's primarily how we've gotten to know each other over the yeah. past few months. Yeah, that's true. Uh, which kind of brings us to how this came about, which is sometimes I, our significant others go down a rabbit hole by themselves talking about things that we're not interested in talking about and then leave yeah. us to our own devices, mm-hmm. which is probably not the best idea when we've both had plenty to drink <laughs> and the Blues game is on and we just won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, that's how all this started. I mean, they were having their own conversation about Magic the Gathering or whatever, you know, games they're into. Um, And the Blues game just ended. We had some drinks and we just thought that the next like logical step in our lives was to start a podcast. And I mean... It didn't just start there. We were also having a conversation about, um, you know, the upcoming MLS team and um, Anna Maria was sharing with me, you know, like her experience with MLS. Which is basically nothing, by the way. (laughs) So, So before Christina makes me sound like I know anything about soccer, really up until now, I know basically about two things, which is one, you can't use your hands. Two, you score by getting a goal into the goal, yeah. right? You get the ball into the goal, you get a point. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's basically what I, all I knew at that point in time, at this point in time. And but you went to a match. Yes, right? I did. I did. So uh, I never have been a huge fan of any of the like major league sports, baseball, hockey, et cetera. Like they can be fun to go to games, but I went to my first match in Cincinnati. It was in August and I, I, I loved it. Uh, it was actually something that I was kind of reluctant to do because my friend who is like a huge FCC fan was like, Oh, they have a game tonight. Do you want to go get tickets for it? And I was like, Oh, it's like, it's like this much for a ticket. And I don't always enjoy being at sports, but I'm here. So I guess I'll do it. And it was phenomenal. Like it was not like any other any other major sport that I've been to that I've been to NHL games. I've been to major league baseball. Um, I've done these different things and the atmosphere there was just electric. It was so much fun. And I walked away being like, I am so glad that St. Louis is getting a team because I want to have this experience again. Yeah. Like what, what did you like about it? Like, was it the actual like match? I'm sure, you know, that was a component, but like, did they have a supporters group? Did they have chants? Was there like, were there drums? 
you know, smoke, like what, like, was that a component or like what, what? So, I was curious. So I know that there were chants. I didn't know any of them. And so most of mm. just sounded like mumbling to me because we were way up in like the back seats and people were saying stuff all around and it was so loud and um, just vibrant and great. I, I love how passionate everyone seemed to be about the sport um, and how they, the crowd was always interacting with itself and everyone there to kind of have this thing. And I think we were in the sport section. I'm not exactly sure what that looks like or what that means. Um, mm. But it was, it was the, it was a section where there weren't actually seats. So okay. we were like, we were like standing and people were like moving around and cheering and doing all sorts of stuff. And that was kind of going on in front of us. Okay. So uh, don't know anything about that, but that's what it was. And I walked out of there just feeling so good about it. And I don't think my friend believed me when I was saying that I really enjoyed the whole experience, even though I kept repeating myself over and over about how much I enjoyed the experience. That's just, that's just kind of been my experience so far with the sport. So it has nothing to do with anything else. I've just kind of decided to be, become a fan at this point because I had such a fun time there. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's really cool to hear it from that perspective. I mean, I'm not, in no way have I been a part of the the soccer community in St. Louis for what I would consider a, a long time. But I started going to matches um, when we had a USL team, St. Louis FC. And I started going with Jeff, my fiance, um, in 2018. And I had similar, <laughs> I had a similar feeling coming out of that because I had never been to a soccer match before going to that soccer match. And Jeff already knew, you know, a ton of people. He was a part of the supporters group. So I was just kind of like thrown into all of that, which is a good thing to walk in the chance, the just the energy was mm -hmm. incredible. And um, ever since then, I've loved it. I loved going to away matches, uh, meeting other supporters groups, and um, just being in the stands and like chanting, you know, holding up the TIFO and drinking, having a good time, supporting our team through the wins and the losses. But the <laughs> wins were great. Um, <laughs> there were so many times where we might've lost, but, you know, we still came out like loving the team, um, more than ever. And so I always loved that because I'm very competitive and I wanted us to win every time, which I don't know anybody who doesn't want their team to win, but I, I felt like the collective, you know, vibe was we are here. We love you no matter what. Yeah. There's a chant. I can't like recount it, you know, verbatim, but like, we love you and where you go, we'll follow. And Aww. I just, I love that. And so to tie this all together, we were having this conversation and I was telling Anna Maria, you know, this is my experience. And although I've been a part of the soccer community for what, like four or five years now, I, I don't, I wouldn't consider myself an expert in the sport or even the culture. But um, although I don't know everything, I I am 
You're involved. You're able to give some insight and into, you know, what's been going on. And um, I'm in the learning process of MLS and the upcoming team and soccer in general. So figured like, let's do this together. Like, let's figure this out. And, and like, we want to, to learn more about um, the sport and the team and we want to be fans. <laughs> yeah. And then for me, I guess like, I, even though I don't have a background in soccer, I do have a background in a sport, which is fencing. I coach fencing and I refereed fencing at the national level for almost a decade. Um, so I'm coming to it with like a strange perspective of an individual sport that does not have the same sort of fans that say soccer does. So I think that that whole environment was very new to me. And I'm also seeing it from a different perspective where I don't have anything invested in it yet because I haven't, I haven't gotten to the point where like, I know enough to be like, this is how it should be. I'm just fascinated by everything that's going on currently uh, versus in fencing where there's kind of like an expectation that I would have some sort of knowledge about it. It's kind of nice to just be a fan and not have to be a coach or a referee or, or a participant, an yeah. athlete, whatever. Absolutely. It's, it's just completely a different atmosphere. Yes. Um, but that's really cool that you have those perspectives because I've been out of sports since high school and <laughs> my high school sports were, you know, like cross country and track. So yeah. not team sports. It's really exciting. Um, and, and hopefully there are people out there that, you know, feel like they're in the same spot that we are. Um, or maybe you've been a part of the soccer community forever and maybe this will just be entertaining or frustrating <laughs> to you. And I apologize in advance if, if it is frustrating to you. You can definitely send us an email and let us know. Um, we would love to hear your frustrations or your thoughts, your insights, whatever. But the idea is that we want to be inclusive. Everyone is welcome to the table and be a part of the conversation that we're having. And also, we, we obviously hope that you're entertained um, <laughs> because we do have we have some fun stuff that we're going to navigate, especially with Anna Maria being new to soccer. soccer. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, it's entertaining for me. Hopefully it's entertaining for you as well. So since this is new and not everyone knows us, I thought maybe we could play a game to kind of introduce ourselves to the audience. And mm -hmm. I have I have two games in mind, and I'm going to mm -hmm. let Christina pick between them. Okay. Okay, so the first game, which I'm pretty sure you've probably done before as an icebreaker somewhere, is the two truths and a lie. Mm. You tell me two truths about yourself and one lie, and I try to figure out what the lie is. Okay. The other game is more of just an open back and forth. You can ask me any three questions you want, and I get to ask you any three questions I want. Ooh, okay. Let's, Which one? Um, hmm. Well, I know the, I, I've played the two truths and a lie many, many of times, and I've never played the second game. So I feel like my inclination is to do the second game because I've never done it before. Okay. And so, so let's do that. Okay, you go first. We'll go back and forth. So you can just ask me any question that you want. 
Okay. Uh, any question? Any question. What was your favorite subject in high school? English. Reading. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I had a novels class in my high school and I just love to read. Okay. Okay. My turn. Uh, what did you want to be when you were five years old? I wanted to be a teacher. I actually had like um, my parents gave me like notebooks and like a little chalkboard. And like, even as a little kid, I just pretended like I was a teacher. I think it's because I watched this, like my mom had me watching like this cartoon where somebody was a teacher and I just, I don't know, like I fed off of that. Um, That's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> your turn. Yeah. Okay. You've traveled. Yes. What's your favorite place that you've been to? Okay, so I think my favorite city that I have traveled to and spent time in would be Vienna, Austria. Uh, awesome. What is what is a book that you have reread before? The Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, I love that series. <laughs> yeah, I for a while like I was reading it before I went to bed. Yeah, your turn. Okay, what's your favorite food? Oh like cuisine so uh favorite would be ramen ramen yes okay. i can just survive off of ramen cup ramen restaurant ramen any sort of ramen okay okay um any particular type of ramen like if you're going to a restaurant are you getting like tonkatsu probably okay spicy if i can yeah <laughs> but i love the spice yes i do <laughs> okay uh my turn then what movie or show terrified you Oh, um, like as a kid or in just in general, in general. Um, so let's see, I grew up really liking, like, I like to watch horror films, um, and thrillers and all that with my, my brothers. So there wasn't really anything that was like horrifying to me or terrifying. Um, aside from the exorcism of emily rose and that was a, a movie that had scarred me for many many months and i don't know why that was the one that kind of pushed me over the edge because i mean we watched a lot of horror <laughs> movies but that was i don't know like i i would just have nightmares about that that movie so i i'm gonna go with that just because the only one that's seared into your brain seared right now into my brain like that <laughs> had a long-term effect on my life okay so thank you for participating in hot seat <laughs> <laughs> so just thought it would be fun to just do a little bit of something for people to realize that we have interests and lives outside of soccer so yeah that's that's a good good idea All right, so we are going to move on to uh, the segment of this episode where I ask Anna Maria, uh, I give some soccer-related terminology, and Anna Maria is going to tell us uh, what she thinks the definition is. So um, are you feeling ready? I'm actually feeling really nervous about this <laughs> because there's so many things that I don't know, and I... 
again, like I referee fencing, I coach fencing, but I don't know anything about soccer. So these terms are going to be completely new to me. And I'm, I'm just going to do my best. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to, um, I'm going to start with a disclaimer that I found, uh, these terms and the definitions on ussoccerplayers.com. And so, um, I just want to welcome anyone to either dispute a definition or give a better, clearer definition um, to to these terms. But I'm going to throw you a very easy one. We're going to start with a really easy one. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. What is a draw? Uh, that's when they tie or no one scores, okay. right? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So what is a fixture? A fixture? Something that doesn't move. So maybe that's what you call a player that doesn't move because they're a fixture. <laughs> is that right? A fixture is a scheduled match. Oh, so okay. If okay. they have a scheduled match, they'll, they'll call it a fixture. Okay. Um, so, okay. Good. Um, who? What is the forward? The forward. Someone who's uh, not defense, I'm going to guess. Someone who's like actively trying to score. Oh my gosh. In front. Okay. okay. Yes. A okay, player positioned at the front of a formation responsible for trying to score goals. Oh, look at me. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So what does a um sorry, a free kick? A free kick is that like a penal if the team's penalized, the other team gets a free kick. Basically. So like yeah. they get a chance to score. Yeah. Okay. They so a kick given to the team that has suffered a foul at the spot of an infraction. Okay. All right. What is a header? They hit it with their head. Yeah, it's it's close enough. I mean, it's when a player strikes or deflects the ball with his head to pass okay. or shoot. Um, notice that the definition only uses hits. Um, and oh, of course. <laughs> All right. So moving forward, um, what is, this one's my favorite one. What is offsides? I don't know. Is that when they go out of bounds? Mm, no. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel I'm like it should be when they go. More. Okay. Give me one more chance. Give you one more try. Um, Let's think about it. What offsides? could it mean? I want to say it's just when they go out outside the boundary, off the side of the boundary, but I don't feel like that's right because you just told me that was wrong. <laughs> uh, could it be when they hit the side of the goal and it bounces off? No. That's off no, the side. That, that makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. Um, yeah, so it's really tricky because offsides also pertains to hockey and just, I don't know why, but my brain will not register what it actually means. But offsides, the violation... Um, so it occurs when the offensive player is closer to the opponent's goal than both the ball and the second to last opposing player at the time that the ball is passed to the offensive player by his or her teammate. I don't think I'm, I'm going to let you. Okay. Like, I need to absorb that. that one. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's a little difficult to picture. Yeah. Um, I feel like we need like a, like we need like a diagram. I think we do need a diagram <laughs> for that. <laughs> yeah. Cause that one, that one gets me. I know that every time I watch hockey, um, like people are like, that's offsides. That's not offsides. It's always like a point of contention. 
What is the pitch? The pitch. Mm -hmm. This isn't baseball. Oh no. Um, is that when a goalie gets to use their hands? No. <laughs> I, okay. Well, no. the only thing I can think of is like a baseball pitch. So I was like, like if the goalie stops the goal, then maybe they get to pitch the ball back in. Yeah. It's less of an action and more of a noun, like a physical thing. Is that just the boundaries for the game? Mm, you're get you're sort of. What is it? <laughs> it's another word for the field. Oh, it's another word for the field. Okay. Yeah. And it's called a field. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> Um, all right. So what is, let's, instead of just asking what it means, what is the difference between a red card and a yellow card? So we have a yellow card and we have a red card. One's worse than the other. What do, what do you okay. think they mean? In fencing, we have three cards. We have a yellow card, a red card, and a black card. Black card, you get ejected from the tournament or the play space. Mm -hmm. Um, Yellow card's like a warning, and a red card is a point for your opponent. So I'm going to say that a yellow card is the less bad one in soccer. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that it's like a warning, and it doesn't necessarily carry a penalty, but the red card is worse, and it does have a penalty of some kind. I just don't know what that penalty would be. Mm -hmm. So I that's, that, that's what I'm going to go with. Yeah. Um, is so that close? <laughs> it's very close. Um, so if a referee shows a player a red card, um, it signals to the player that they've been banned from the match. Oh, so that's even more intense. Yeah. So it can be shown for a single serious offense or as a result of being shown a second yellow card. Okay. So you so only think, get one warning and then yeah, it's a red card. Yeah. Okay. And something that I, I would want to look into is, I mean, is it at the referee's discretion? Like, okay. can they decide after, you know, this is your second yellow card, now it's time for red card, or does it have to be, like, is that the procedure? Okay. Um, That'd be but the way this implies that they can decide. Um, but after a player is shown a red card, the player must leave the field of play and cannot be replaced by a substitute. So that's the other oh. issue is that now they have less people on the field field or the pitch um but yeah so that's the other that's kind of intense of that penalty that's uh -huh. kind of intense right so oh. i think it incentivizes but it doesn't mean people don't get red cards oh yeah um, i didn't see one of those at the only mls match i've ever been to it yeah. was only just yellow cards and mm -hmm. i didn't understand why they were given or what they really meant but mm -hmm. okay yeah hit me with your next one all right so Let's do, um, that one seems a little too easy, uh, a through ball. A through ball? Mm -hmm. I'm going to guess that that's when you were able to score, but it went between two players and they both missed it. Yeah, and it's like a pass through the defense into space intended for a teammate to run into it. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. Um, what is the touch line? I have no idea. Is this the line that everyone has to touch? <laughs> is this the boundary of the field? I don't know. Right. Oh, why is it called the touch line? No, um, that is something we can get into for sure. But the lines surrounding the field of play made okay. up of the sidelines and the end lines. Okay. So, so my second lines, guess was kind of right. Lines. 
Right. Yeah. So like usually if the ball, you know, passes the the sideline, they go out and they throw it back in. Okay. Um, What's that called? <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that called a pitch? No, I know it's not. <laughs> that one out. Um you know what? Let's phone a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's on this list. We'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, it is. It's called a throw-in. Oh, um, well. So it's a way to restart the play when the ball goes out over the sidelines. So the team that did not last touch the ball is allowed an overhead throw. So they have to throw it over their head. Okay. Um, with a run-up from the sideline. Okay. Yeah. What else have you got for me? <laughs> Well, let's see. Um, what is a wall? A wall? Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess that something defensive. Something defensive, um, like a really good defensive team. They're going to they're gonna call their defense people the wall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty close. So basically, whenever there's a free kick, then all of the defending players will stand in a line between the ball and the goal. And that is the wall. So oh. like, they do that in order to deflect a free kick. Okay. Um, and so the wall must be set up a minimum of 10 yards away from the spot of their free kick. So it's not like they can be all up on, you know, the person kicking. <laughs> no no kid. puppy guarding, no. to put it in the kid terms. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, what is dribbling? Kicking the ball down the field? Yeah, they're just they just do it in a very like controlled way. way. Yeah, so just like in basketball sort of thing, right? Okay, so it's when they run with the ball at their feet, directing the ball with small, quick touches rather than you know a long. You oh, know. not like a long kick. Okay. Yeah. Um, what is a direct kick? Something that should score on the goal. Like you're within distance to do it, but maybe you like it's not determined whether or not you'll make it, but that's what it's called. Yeah, it's like it's very similar to the free kick in that, like, at, when the team is awarded a free kick, um, it's considered a direct free kick. Um, so they, so not every they're taking free a direct- kick is a direct kick, but all direct kicks are free kicks. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, I, I, I'm just trying to figure it out. Hmm. Is that what it seems like it says? That's what it seems like. Okay. Um, it may be that a free kick is, you know, there may or may not be the presence of the wall. Okay. Um, that's something we should look into. Phone a friend. Phone a friend. <laughs> phone a friend. We don't know the answer. We just phone a friend. All right. Um, a corner kick. A kick from the corner. Yeah, basically. Um, when the defending team puts the ball over the end line, so we have the sideline end line, if they put it uh, over the end line, a corner kick is taken by the offensive team from next to the corner flag. So they have the flag. Um, and just as is the case with a free kick, the ball is kicked from a stopped position and defenders must be at least 10 yards away. Okay, cool. So, yeah. Um, and then I'm just trying to give some good ones. Um, well, there's the one that you told me not to look up that you were going to ask that, about. Oh, yeah. The, um, the, the direct. 
No. You you had brought up a term when we were talking about recording this, and uh -huh. you told me not to look it up, and you told me that you would oh, ask me in this. It was the red card. No, it was the, the full kit wanker. You asked me if you knew what that was. <laughs> and I, I said I didn't. I have not looked it up. I have no okay. idea. Would you like to ask me right now what that is? Because I think I have a response. Yeah, so, okay. The full kit wanker. No, don't tell me. You oh, got to ask me. I have a what response. Is, what okay. is the full kit wanker? Whatever. Okay, I'm going to guess. And I'm just guessing. Okay. Because I know a wanker is a bad thing. <laughs> I'm gonna guess that this is this is someone who um, full kit, so they like dress up and they pretend that they're players, but they're really just fans that are just complete idiots. That's what I'm guessing. That's not a terrible. That's not a terrible definition by any means. Um, yeah, I mean it's just essentially people. So tip, typically, like you show up to support or watch a match in just the top like uh kit part okay. of the kit um but some people come wearing the the top and the shorts and the socks and maybe sometimes even like the sambas or whatever and that's like a full kit winker move okay so <laughs> like, it's like it's, it's too much yeah okay I'll, I'll keep that in mind yeah whenever i go to a game <laughs> yeah no and there's there's like literally people now, like it's apparently evolved into people wearing like full suits with like the emblem and like 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 a business suit. Yeah, like a business suit <laughs> with like a Called tie and everything. A full suit winker. <laughs> I hate that, but I want to see it. There's so much commitment. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. I've seen, I'm seeing a picture right now and it is a guy with the emblem and then wearing a tie in what I presume is the team colors. Yeah. That's a lot. That's, that is a lot. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and it, it's Manchester United. So. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to guess that means something to you. It does not mean anything to me yet. <laughs> it's just a team. It's just a team. <laughs> we'll just start there. Okay. A soccer team, a Premier League soccer team, and that was another thing that you were going to ask me is you were going to ask me if I can name as many of the Premier League teams if I could, and you just ruined one of them. But that's when I already knew, so that's yeah. okay. Yeah, that was because um, I I can try to name them, and the only ones that I know are Manchester United, which I already knew. I know that there's a Liverpool team, and then I know there's Arsenal because Stan Kroenke owns them and fuck Stan Kroenke. That's all. That's all I know. I don't think I can think of any other ones. I want to say this one called Chelsea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How many are there? Because I don't know how I did on my odds there. Because I got four. You're looking it up right now. Okay. Uh, um, London. Oh no, sorry. Total. Twenty teams. There are 20 teams. Okay. Not bad. All right. Yeah. So, and, and at another point, we will, we will have Anna Maria learn who her team is. I think that's all we have for right now. Um, stay tuned for our next episode. Thank you for listening to the first episode of Wannabe Fans. This is Anna Maria, and I just want to let you know that if you have any questions or comments about what we're doing, please drop it to us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. 
You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at STL Wannabe Fans. And you can find us on Facebook under Wannabe Fans. Um, let us know what you thought and feel free to send it any other soccer terms that you would like Christina to quiz me on. Thank you. Bye.